Welcome to another episode of Geeks in the Machine Supernatural Edition. I'm your host, Adelaide, and co-hosting today, we have Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Adelaide. Hi, listeners. <laughs> today, we're discussing Supernatural Season 14, Episodes 1 and 2. Uh, is there anything you wanted to cover immediately off the bat? Any first impressions you want to get out of the way? Evil Dean is epic. Oh, like... God, no. <laughs> oh, no, you're off your Sam. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> See, oh, no. if we did this all the time, I would have still had to be nice to Sam. Oh, but no, now... you cover... <sighs> Speaking of evil laughs and evil Dean. <laughs> but yeah, evil Dean was amazing. I was excited. I was ready. He was just the best. How is it still Dean? I gotta ask, how is it still Dean if it's Michael? Is it just, is it just now it's the form that counts? It's his body. Possession is nine tenths of the law. Oh God! <laughs> that would still make it Michael's, though. Nope. Yes. Nope. Dean was there. He was there. He was along for the ride. He would at least got five years. <laughs> no, he would have got more than that for all the movies. So you're saying Dean's an accomplice in this now? Yeah, he said yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what he's dealing with. But okay, moving on. And so, in this situation, consent cannot be withdrawn. Charmed, you were wrong. Apparently, uh, with angels and demons, there's some consent blurring lines there. <laughs> That's a little terrifying to think of. It's that it extends past demons. You'd think angels would be ab above that, no pun intended. Eh. These angels? From eh. what we've seen from, episode, from the first... How many seasons? When did they uh, first ten? come in? What is this, 14? Yeah. What, like <laughs> what season did they first come in? Like four or five? They came in pretty early. So <laughs> they've been around for quite a while. Oh, speaking <laughs> of angels. Um, so the first episode takes place about three weeks after the end of season 13. Michael is possessing Dean's form. And I'm still going to refer to him as Michael. It's not Dean, it's Michael. Eh. So it's Michael from Apocalypse World. Uh, he meets a man that uh, is beginning to pray. He's beginning his morning rituals and prayers, and he appears before him and says and questions what he wants. And the man claims he would like world peace, and, or he wants peace and happiness and blah blah blah, the usual stuff that they want. And he determines that based on his actions, leaving his friend to die in Syria. And cheating on his wife, that humanity isn't worth saving, and this man specifically is not worth saving. To be fair, <laughs> I probably would have left my friends to die in Syria as well. Like, if someone gave you a pass to get out of an active war zone, and they say it's only for you, I'm out. Right. <laughs> like, as a friend, you should want what's best for me. That, <laughs> like, I'm hoping you'll be able to get smuggled out at some point too, right? It's a war zone. All is fair in love and war. And I'm I'm running away. <laughs> I guess no. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, just, I'm laughing at all fair in love and war and I'm running away. I'm running the hell away. <laughs> it's war. I'm getting out. Uh, Do you have anything you wanted to add about poor... Syria guy that got absolutely thrown against the book. I mean, no, there. he was wrong for cheating on his wife, and he deserved it. Yeah, he I deserved his punishment. Yeah, but I'm the not friends thing, that. the friends thing. I mean, 
of course everybody will say, oh, it's context. Maybe he cheated on his wife because she cheated on him. I don't care. I don't care either. Like, the war thing, eh. But the cheating on the wife thing, I'm definitely done with you. Yeah, I'm, I was through with him too. And frankly, I'm kind of sick of Michael. Is that just me? I know it's yep, just totally, me. I don't know yeah, I it's totally just you. Like, I, I am completely fine with Dean as Michael. I wanted him to be as Michael the whole season. Like, I, I will say, I kind of, I don't mind if we jump ahead, so I don't, I'd go for it. I don't mind. Um, I will say, I expected it to last a little longer. That's what she said. <laughs> I could not resist. <laughs> well, I mean, angels are underperforming now, so. Well, we learned that after Gabriel underperformed with, uh, <laughs> what's her name? Rowena. Rowena. So, I mean. Mm. Angels don't last long, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> but Why anyway. is that always the segue? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, feel free to continue. Okay. Um, so Michael continues his... Uh, what's the word I want here? The Crusade? Uh, yeah, crusade's a good one, I guess. Uh, Michael continues his crusade after deciding that humanity cannot be saved and isn't worth saving. And he meets with Anael, who we've seen before. Uh, I gotta yes. interject. Uh, objectively, as you're looking at Michael, as you're looking as an outsider, would you think humanity needs to be saved? No. But at the <laughs> same time, like, I don't even... Th- why do I have to be an outsider to look at that? I can look at it now and be like, wow, we suck. Why should we be saved? No, but I'm saying to be an outsider you come in with a different perspective from his world. Like, think about his world. Like, the people in his world. Maybe they did... Like, he didn't even feel like they deserved salvation. So think about the people here with the cushy life and first world problems is usually trending. Like, it's stuff like that that I I am comparing it to. And I'm thinking... "Hmm." where Where did the... Where did their worlds differ? At what point in time did they become separate then? Sam and Dean. Oh, yes, Sam and Dean. So, that means up until about the 19, what, 80s? It's about the same? Or would we assume maturity for Sam and Dean? Well, it was was before that, because Mary Winchester did not meet uh, John Winchester. So, it was several differences in their world. Well, yes, but where's the line for where technology ends? I don't know, because at that point, if Jesus, well, not Jesus, but if angels are raining down i think technology really is obsolete at that point like even if you even if they had technology up to let's say the the lucifer fight whatever the lucifer and michael fight when was that season five yeah up until about season five they were on the exact same playing field that takes place roughly 2000 what I, I don't know I, I mean I know just give me a second to remember <laughs> let me google it real quick <laughs> I, I totally google? know off the top of my head hang on <laughs> google tell me tell me what you know but even uh, then so up until that point their technology is the same Yeah, I would assume so okay so then we still have the cushy life so we still have the we, 2007 a lot of it. team okay. See, I was gonna really. No, that's a lie. 
that was two years ago. That's definitely a I was lie. Gonna say no. Yeah, no, I'm lying. Don't listen to that lie. <laughs> Nine years ago, so yeah. 2009? 2008, 2009? Let us know in the comments who's right. <laughs> I'm well, definitely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now they have to judge by math. No. <laughs> I, um, I have an English degree, not a math degree. That's that's the thing I want to get out there, okay? That's who that. really wants a math degree? Like, it's smart, but it's also like... Eh. Accountants and people that hate themselves? Yes. That's why I chose education, because children are awesome. <laughs> but I feel like people are going to say the same thing. Well, who would want a child education degree? Well, to, I was sitting there. This is why we need a face cam. Because <laughs> you're like, children are awesome. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Hey, look uh, at this interesting thing on the wall. Let me stare at that. Well, not forever, children. Children that I can hand back when they're sick and gross and I don't want to deal with them. Yeah, that I agree with. They're fine that way. When I can give them back to parents when they start to get annoying. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of annoying children, Sam and Dean. Um, Specifically I Sam. was going to... Nah, no, Dean. Dean too. Dean's annoying. <laughs> um, I totally lost where I was on this on this train of thought. Oh yes. So if they're techno, cause I was going to, I'm going to harp on this. So the technology is the same and they're, and they're. I'm surprised so up no until one that iPhones. Point, <laughs> well, yeah, they still have iPhones. Well, they kind of do have iPhones. Um, so everything's the same up until that point, And then everything kind of just goes to hell. Um, Literally. Actually, I think it's like heaven descending upon it and hell rising up. So it's both. No confirm? I don't know. I mean, because technically it's both on Earth, but it's a bad version of Earth. I mean, a bad version. Like, because everyone is done. This is not the rapture I was promised. And I feel like I would have been taking <laughs> I that I want up. my money back, please. <laughs> this is not what I want. Like, but I was supposed to be safe. My soul was going to heaven and everything was fine. And now... They're descending upon the earth, killing everyone. This was only supposed to be for the evil people. And I have enough credits for good. <laughs> I feel like the the Martin Luther way back in... Uh, oh, no. I don't know the year. No. I feel like the uh, Martin Luther that nailed the... the. Oh, no. I'm testing my history knowledge. Uh, the proclamations to the church door. That's a... Uh, I think he would disagree with you on the credits thing. Well, I don't care. I'm part of the mainstream one that agrees with me about the credits. Like, no, Martin Luther and your Protestant thing. I'm fine with throwing my chips in. Like, I didn't but, I didn't kill anybody. I deserve to go to heaven. Exactly. But it would be hilarious if you got to Heaven's Gate and you're like, yeah, I brought a free pass to get to heaven. And they're like, no, we, we don't take those. We like, don't take those. Those expired a couple years back, by the way. Yeah, no, those aren't valid here. <laughs> Okay, so, like, the only point I wanted to make with that was then, going back to your point about saving, if humanity's worth saving, up until that point, they're about the same. So he would still see, and I would actually like him to comment on this, does he comment on it, that even in this world, humans are humans are all the same? Mm, I don't remember. I don't think he does. I Let us know in the down. comments. <laughs> okay, so, after determining that humanity sucks, and he doesn't want them 
he, he shouldn't save them. Uh, he meets with Anael, and we have an awesome, I liked it, an awesome moment of how another angel sees an angel possessing a human. And we get to see his wings, like we get to see like a creepy blue white aura and his wings kind of extended. Um, what did you think of that? Okay, so this was my, I love that he was like, you don't recognize me with this pretty face. <laughs> of course you would remember that line. <sighs> I loved it. I was living for it. I also, like you said, I, I found it interesting that she was like, she thought he was actually Dean initially. Because you would think that uh, angels would see. And then when we saw from her viewpoint, she could see he was an angel. So why are you only looking at his face and not looking at his angelness? That and like, we see them recognize Castiel through many seasons. We immediately see them and we're like, oh yeah, it's Castiel. Hey, cool. All of the angels seem to be able to recognize each other until it's convenient for them not to. To play devil's advocate or angel advocate. This is alternate world, Michael. So maybe it took them a little longer to adjust. Okay, fine. I, just, <laughs> I don't have a counter argument for that. But still, uh, what did you think of the actual appearance of him? Because I was, I really like this. Even if the graphics were a little bit, uh, a little funny. Uh, I really liked being able to see it from their perspective. Finally, 14 seasons in, we get to see something. Eh, it was okay. I mean, I, I I think it's cool, but I want to know what the other angels look like then. I don't want to just see Michael. I want. It would have been great if she looked in the mirror so you can have a power comparison. Say, I agree. I want that too. I want to see all the differences in their wings. Come on, guys. I want to see, like, what do Castiel's look like in comparison? Do archangels have special wings in comparison to to normal angels? What are we What are we looking at here? Let me see all of the world building details. Yes. Build the world that Dean will destroy. Why? Why Why do you want Dean to destroy the world? I think it's getting a little out of hand here. I think that we need a real villain. And I think that Dean, could. he had the potential to be that. And I am really sad that we did not get to see the... This is what I really wanted. And this is what I expected, which is making me really upset. I expected our Michael, or Earth One's Michael, and Alt-Earth's Michael... To have a clash of Michaels. To fight for Dean's honor, you mean? Well, no. I expected one of them to die. And of course we know Dean wouldn't die. So his his brother, who was brought back from the dead, can die then. And then we get the whole Michael clash. That would be really cool. Exactly! And that would have made sense to me. I don't know why his brother is still just sitting in a cage after Lucifer is constantly getting out. And especially because... One, you would think at this point, since Lucifer's been able to break out multiple times, that cage is pretty weak. He could probably just waltz his way out. <laughs> Maybe he's just sitting in there with Sudoku and Django, like, no, nah, I got this, I'm fine, I don't care anymore. It's fine right. here. Like, it is just crazy to me that no one is talking, because that would have been epic if he was just waiting all this time for a moment to become a hero. And then he dies, but in the process also kills alternate uh, Michael. Because only Michael can defeat Michael. That would be so cool. I would love to see this <laughs> clash of like of Michael twin archangels. That would be really entertaining. I would love to see this. Exactly. Come on, Supernatural. <laughs> Come on. <sighs> so, Michael asks NIL the same question of what do you want? 
Um, Anael says, I can't remember what Anael said. What did she say? She said like clothes and bags. She says shallow stuff. Well, yeah, she she does say shallow. St- uh, uh, she says something, and then he determines that she's lying and that she wants the shallow thing. She wants a family. She wants she wants to be. She wants what humans want. And then he determines that angels aren't worth saving. He even recognizes that their their population is really low and that their numbers are dwindling. And he decides, nah, you guys can die. Screw you yeah, guys. Yeah, he even at one point said, I can make some more angels. And at this point, I'm feeling like he's lying like Lucifer was. Yeah, me too. I was actually about to say that. I was going to be like, did you believe him when he said that? <laughs> but continue. I'm sorry. Uh, nah, that's about where I was going with that. I'm covering, by the way, I'm going in order of character instead of like plot order. Completely fine. I'm along for your Nothing. ride, Adelaide. Okay. Um, never mind. Um, so, in his determination, in his little his crusade and his Noah's Ark attempt to decide which species should live on, um, he discovers vampires. And apparently vampires are the things that should be worth saving. And I don't know why. Why, why was this? Can you tell I paid very much attention to this episode? I don't think I it was, was like, a vampire. It was something else. No, one of the later episodes, he says something about he decides... Because um, he promises to make the vampires better. And in a, in the following episode, he he brings in werewolves. Eh. I don't, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't paying that much. I, th- I saw the thing, and it was like, oh, I'm a thing. Nah. Yeah, and then he does all his weird little experiments. And he's like one. rubbing his head like it's a small animal. And it's that creeping me out. Yeah, <laughs> I just... I didn't dislike Michael in this first episode. I, I was... I mean, I disliked him, but I didn't dislike him as a villain. Um, It's the next one where he gets a little on the creepy side for me, where he's like, okay, now I'm viscerally repelled by you. But I know you disagree because it's Dean, so... I mean, I think in this ep- in that moment he was creepy, but in this episode I was just waiting for something to happen, and it it kind of pissed me off that nothing happened. I wanted him to come out slashing throats, and we only got him killing one human and an angel. See, when we saw him, the preview kind of hinted at him being a little bit more aggressive than he was, and I think that's kind of where we got we got led a little astray by that preview. Is that just me? No, we weren't led a little astray. This was basically <laughs> like you paying a prostitute and then her going, no, I'm not a prostitute, but I'm keeping this money. Like, how dare you? I'm taking the money. <laughs> like, it's, or let me be very, let me, let me do it. You paying someone to do a service and then trying to keep the money at night perform said service. Okay, there you go. And I would be offended. Like, how dare you, like, take my money and not do your job? Yeah, I I mean, I know that previews, especially now, and especially for movies, can be very misleading, but... This supernatural, is Supernatural! I know, and Supernatural, I was just about to say, for Supernatural, they're not usually as misleading. So, I don't know, I guess maybe just in the, in the first episode, I expected to be more Supernatural, more violent, more more aggressive than what it was mm-hmm. at least when dean slash michael's involved mm-hmm. especially with dean and his base instinct of killing yeah like 
it was very weird to me that they did like I expected a massacre. I expected what a able I mean a Kane style massacre. Like I expected him to kill Sam. I expected him to hunt everybody down in the vault, and then I expected him to go after whatever he was gonna do. Right. I expected. I mean, I I expected this exact same thing. What we saw at the end of the of the previous season was did he did he immediately leave? He did, didn't he? Yeah, he just walked out because he, yeah, he knew that they couldn't do anything. But my thing is, these are the people who will try to do everything for a D. Yeah, why do villains always leave the heroes alive again? Because there'd be no story? Like, because I'm telling you, as a villain, I'm killing everyone who can oppose me. And I get that he was like, yeah, no one can oppose me in this world. I'm the strongest thing in this world. Side note, where is God? I was, yes, where is he? And why is he not suddenly feeling this disturbance in the force of, oh no, two Michaels in one universe? This is a problem. Or even alternate God. Where's Alter God who's like, oh, this world's destroyed, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Is there an Alter God or is they all. It would have to be. Somebody had to create Michael and this whole war thing. Well, yeah, but. I think we've done this before where we were like, so is it all one God and then he created multiple little universes and then. or multiple areas or the ability for them to break off on choices and. Depends on what you're your religion says okay. but supernatural hasn't established a lore so i'm gonna say it's multi-gods okay. because well, it's either way, my convenient because... narrative yeah, it's true. <laughs> and either way even if that even if that's the case where are either of them and on that note then why is it that both of these gods have left is there another universe where there where there was one that didn't well amara left with um earth god earth one god so it's very interesting. Even Amara, wouldn't she feel the darkness that's now on Earth? Yeah, like how far she's supposed away- to be the darkness. She'd be like, uh-uh, this is my job. Get out. <laughs> how far away are they where they're just like, oh, we're going to explore the universe? And Ding prayed to him. Like, after not praying to him at all, Ding was like, um, can I get a little help here, God? It's me, Ding. And God was just like, voicemail, beep. <sighs> I mean, that's not entirely out of character, but from what we've seen. After after I saved God, I feel like I, I, a, a message from me would be prioritized. How dare like, you not call me back? I saved your life. Exactly. Like, and your sister's supposed to be in love with me. Why am I not calling Amara? Hey, Amara, you know, I need a little help. Like, And you know they can hear you. You know you, <laughs> like, your speed dial. Like, they're, you've got speed dial for them. They're right there. They hear you. Just, uh, I hate it when they have gods that come in and are present, but then they leave and they don't interact. And but they've already established that they're there and they have the power to intervene. Like he could have even sent the pigeon. Like yo, I'm not coming back. I feel like you got this, Winchester's, <laughs> and I would have been fine with that. Like <laughs> I want I probably... the heavenly pigeon to descend, the godly <laughs> pigeon to descend with the note with God's handwriting <laughs> attached to his ankle. This needs to happen now. Like, I would have been fine with that because he's like the Winchester's to handle anything because look at everything they've handled. Which, side note, I'd had a few bones to pick with God. Yeah, I am not your maid service. You're supposed to be the one that created me. You better pay me if you're going to do this. He is paying you with heaven tokens. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I mean, do you want to get the heaven in, at this point? <laughs> do you want their heaven at, in their world? I mean, their heaven is fine. Bobby was like, they're reaching Bobby in heaven and he's just having a relaxing fishing trip. <laughs> also, question, all of these alternate versions of themselves are in this world. Yes. Why is it not creating a issue? If like I've a heard anything from Doctor Who, this is not supposed to happen. Doctor, yeah, I assume you mentioned Doctor Who there. Your internet cut out on me a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. And, like, they're all in the bunker. I'll just use that to lead in. So we've got Sam with his stupid new, new beard leading the bunker. And you've got, and this is where we find out that Castiel is off in Detroit. And Ketch, I forgot about Ketch entirely. But now we're just name dropping people. Uh, Ketch is in London. And they're both looking, everybody's looking for leads on Michael. And Sam's tracking him down in um, wherever the hell they are now. and everything's been unsuccessful so far and i just how hard is it to find an angel at this point how hard is it to find michael who is in dean's body i i don't know i just assume that these guys would be able to track him a little bit better because it's dean so just me um yeah i, I don't know especially since they have cameras and they have people all over the world you'd think that they'd be able to do this yeah i don't know i i didn't honestly this episode dealing with sam was just it was not much for me uh there's more later but i'll cover that when it gets to castiel um so mary informs sam that someone someone important apparently is awake and sam leaves to go sam leaves to address this and we see nick Lucifer's vessel has survived and is dealing with the aftermath of hosting Lucifer for so long. And, okay. This is a shocker. What did you... I was like, this is a trap. Lucifer's in there somewhere. Oh my god, I was so (laughs) thinking that too. I didn't believe him at all. I I was like, no, no, there's there's no way we would leave him alive if Lucifer is is coming back. Like, he has to be alive. Lucifer has to be here somewhere. Otherwise, he wouldn't be here. And also, why didn't he die? He was stabbed with a knife. Yeah, they mentioned something like that. They say, um... Oh, it was supposed to kill the angel and not the person. No, he was stabbed with a knife. Knives yeah, kill he was a- stabbed with the, with the archangel blade. And it's, Sam speculates that Nick is alive because the archangel blade is designed to kill the angel, not the host. See, this just feels like a since loophole when? For, for keeping like, Dean alive. That's my Since when? Yeah. Because they have always killed both the host and the angel. Every I, like I will say that was the angel blade, but other than that. But that's the precedent. That is the precedent. I the know. only difference is that the archangel blade is slightly stronger. And even then, it stabbed him what in the ribs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, you killed him. He's dead. He dead. He should be dead. And the only reason I can foresee that he is still alive is because Lucifer is still alive and we're gonna have Lucifer come back and I'm 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 a little scared I am completely fine with this I was just ready for Lucifer to come back see I feel like so one of the things I liked about this is that we see that one Nick's original personality is still there which is a little bit worrying because he's been in hell for a very long time and he's he's been having nightmares and he's got memories associated with it but he's not specifying anything other than he's not waking up screaming anymore and i don't know like what what do you feel like this does for for hosts for their 
vessels for the angels vessels here because we've, we've mentioned this a long time if we're being it does nothing because there are only four archangels and now all of them except michael are dead unless we're talking about alternate archangels and they i'm telling you if they bring over other archangels i am exhausted from this yeah i really hope we're done with the alternate the the apocalypse world anyway but more specifically like vessels because we've we've talked about like the vessels remembering and the vessels being present like i think that probably comes up a little bit more in the next one but like what did you think of that mm. okay so how far ahead do you want me to go because like you said it comes okay so in like the next episode we kind of see the reaction of jimmy i mean of um what's his name nick, nick to the like news that all angels have to take a vessel in order to inhabit the earth and he's like how does your vessel feel about that well he was fine with it <laughs> oh he he's dead, dead. Now. <laughs> oh he's dead so basically you're a corpse walking around pretending to be someone else and yeah. i was like that is a perfect description yeah <laughs> and i'm kind of mad that it took them 14 seasons to get to this point because we've we've talked about this multiple times now We've been wondering what the vessels are like and and if they have memories of this, if they're just like along for the ride, what what's going on? And we kind of see a little bit into that now and in the next episode where Nick is Nick is struggling because he's got these nightmares, he's got these memories associated with it. And I don't know, I feel I feel kind of I don't know. I don't feel bad for Nick, not yet anyway. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't trust Nick's presence entirely, and I almost feel like it's going to, um, I feel like having him there and having his wound heal and keeping him alive is just a way of saying, hey, look, Dean's not going to die. Like, we have this loophole. We just need an Archangel Blade. And Mm. that kind of bothers me that it's so early on and kind of blatant. Uh, Like I said, I was just expecting worse than I got, and I'm disappointed completely. I have nothing else to add. Yeah, I I meant to hit the button and then I didn't and it was still (laughs) muted. So I was actually just saying a thing and then it was like, nope, you can't hear me. Um, Okay, so moving on to Castiel then. Castiel was bait. Castiel was bait this episode and there was very little else that he did. Uh, Castiel met with the, the new Crowley or the attempted new Crowley. Uh, What was his name? Kipling. He met with Kipling. I was about to say he's dead, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. But he made this huge deal. I hated Kipling. He made this huge deal about he was the new Crowley and he's the new king of hell. And he brought all these demons and he kidnapped Castiel and to lure to lure Sam there. And Sam had to come alone. Yes, that was the that was the entire point. And Sam and company, of course, don't ever go alone anywhere. And so Sam brought several people with him, and he goes to meet with Kipling, allows a couple of them to be captured to lure Kipling into a false sense of security, and then has Mary and Bobby, was it the last two, um, come mm-hmm. in through the other door. And we have the usual bar fight, blah, 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 going on. Um, and at the end of the fight, uh, Sam kills Kipling and scares off the rest of the demons with some stupid, not at all intimidating speech about how you're free like who wants to be the next king of hell i'll kill you anyway i didn't care about this did you no Eh? this was filler it was stupid and the only thing i liked was 
when Sam was like, there will be no King of Hell. I will stop it. And my thought was... How? Right. Like, this is not something you can stop. And if the royalty who we've established are several royals of hell, the princes of hell, several of them, you know how much effort it took you to destroy the other princes of hell. So what are we talking about? This is stupid. You're being stupid. Yeah, I... I hated this whole scene. I hated this whole fight with uh, with Jack, who existed this episode, although apparently, like, that's all I have on my notes for him, is that he existed and that he was training with Bobby. And that in the fight, he gets disarmed, and no one is surprised, because he's, like, physically 15 and has no powers. Um, so, this fight did nothing for me. Jack got the crap beat out of him. You have Mary getting saved by... Does that girl have a name? I can't remember her name. The unimportant girl? I yeah, don't that know. Like, Does she have geez. a name? <laughs> we can just um, call her the unimportant girl who was there. That sounds like something out of a very twisted Doctor Who episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Moffat era was all the uh, the girl who waited or blah 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 blah. Anyway, Doctor Who, not Doctor Who, Supernatural. Um, yeah, so she she comes in and saves Mary when she's when Mary's disarmed and protects her and we have people punching each other, blah, I didn't care. And that, like, the episode, shortly after that, it ends with NIL calling Sam and giving him a lead on where Dean is. And that kind of wraps up the first episode. And I don't know, what did you think of this episode alone? Like, ignoring what you know about the next one. What did you think of this one? Were you thrilled with this? No, like I said, this episode was boring. The whole time I was waiting for more people to die. And it was very much like a normal everyday episode. And I was just like, really? This is it. This is all Michael's doing in the first, his first appearance. This is it. Yeah, this season for me did not start off with a bang at all. And it has been. It started with a whimper. Yeah. It's been like, especially this first episode, that bar fight lasted so long that I actually paused the episode and wrote down, why is this lasting so long? Why are you wasting my minutes in this episode? Write content, not violence. <laughs> it did. And I think they even slow motioned it a few times. Yeah, like, it doesn't need to be that long. Are you so starved for content that you have to now put in gratuitous, lengthy bar fights for no reason? Especially considering they cut this season down. Yeah, exactly. I, it's just, ugh. I was so annoyed at this. Um, anything else you want to add for this episode before we jump into episode two? No. Okay, really. cool. So, Michael, uh, now we see, see, this is where I, I feel like we actually got somewhere. We see Michael's beginning to experiment on vampires. You've got them hanging in this, what was it, a church? Because why not, right? Um, and he's mixing, was it, was it vampire blood? He bled one of them out and then added some angel grace. Mm-hmm. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then he gives it to the angel, and he says, "Oh, a little too much of that." When he, when or the not the angel, the vampire, when the vampire inevitably dies and his eyes burn out of his face. Um, and then he mentions that there's no survivors, or that none of them have survived this, and it nothing is none of them, none of his experiments have been successful. So I feel like this is where we kind of saw Dean slash Michael originally. Mm. Like in the, in the preview, we saw his um his freaky lab coat, nah. or smock, whatever it's called. Nah. 
<laughs> Go ahead. This was, no, I would have rather this been some random scientist. Why did you have to pull Michael to do this? Or even some random angel who has a grudge that for at God for abandoning them. That would have made sense to me. Why did Michael have to do this? I don't know. And this is really nitpicky, but the way they've portrayed Michael and even down to like the clothing choice actually bothers me. Like it, he in his and I think it's because in the apocalypse world where he originally is, he is brutal. And yes, he's he's exactly. not on the forefront. He, yeah, he's not like always on the forefront, but he's there. And we know the brutality that he's capable of. And this what we see of him is this like refined gentleman with like uh I don't know, an overly expensive gun that he's willing to use but never does. And I just it feels so counterintuitive to how he was in and how we've seen him before. Even previous Michael, even the one we've seen here, had that aggressive brutality that this one now lacks. And I don't feel like it makes him any more frightening. If anything, I'm, I feel too calm. And it bothers me. It bothers me that I'm not terrified. And I think this is Jensen Eccles' fault. Because he was like, yeah, they just let me do whatever I wanted with Michael. No! No! How dare you do this to Michael? This was supposed to be vicious. This was supposed to be hard. He was supposed to murder everyone. And I think that even in his persona, he does not give that all. I agree. He comes off as this, this overly, he comes off as an elite and he didn't, he should not come off as an elite. He should come off as a superior, but not necessarily this elite rich boy who experiments on people for fun. And I just did not understand why we had his character who was so terrifying and like you cowered before Michael in Apocalypse World. People were terrified when he showed up. I wouldn't cower from this one. He already like, great. What are you going to do? Poke me with your stupid needle? Great. Fun. (laughs) Are you going to give me the, what is it? The messenger cap thing? What was it? A paperboy cap? I forgot what they're called. But that stupid cap, I hate that stupid that cap. hat. I hate that. <laughs> I like it. Really stuck out in the lot in, in this episode too. His his hat and his little like his vest and the little pocket watch. Like what are we in the nineteen fifties? Get out Thank of here! You. That wasn't even nineteen fifties. This is like eighteen eighties outfit. And I'm like, come on, man! You look like you should have stepped out of Great Britain in the eighteen eighties. And I don't like it. And I'm I love Victorian era stuff, but it does not fit in this world. Agreed. It was, it was stupid and it bothered me. Oh, it was annoying. Okay. Uh, more on Michael. And this time we have a little conversation with Dean. And Dean in the mirror where Dean orders Michael out of his body and for- and attempts to kick him out. Michael, however, breaks the mirror and says and tells Dean to enjoy the ride. So I feel like this season, especially with um, Nick and what we see of Dean right now, um... They're making an effort to cover like the vessels and the an- vessels for angels specifically, not necessarily for demons, because I don't think they've done that much, or they have done that before. So, and I know I just mentioned this, but did you feel like this scene adds anything to that, or anything I, to Michael and Dean's? I think that it was annoying to me 
because Dean was not, I don't think that he was fighting hard enough in the mirror, if you get what I mean. I think that that's not the, I feel like he was a broken Dean at that point. And he was just like, as I said, a whimper. He's like, just get out, get out. He was trying to pretend to be tough, even though he knew he had no power. And that's my issue. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I just feel like, I feel like why even show that? Because it's very clear that the original, I mean, first of all, it was very clear that Michael was going to betray that original plan. But the original plan was just to kill Lucifer and then you get out of my body. So I don't see the point in showing it other than to say, hey, Dean is still in here. I mean... We know, we know that he was still in there because Jimmy Novak didn't die, or at least they didn't remember to kill him for several seasons. <laughs> and Nick is still here, and this has been, what, nine seasons that he was... Is it nine? Yes, nine or ten seasons yeah, that poor Nick like has that. been hijacked. This poor guy. This is nine or ten years for him. Most of which was spent in hell. So, I, I feel bad for Nick, actually. Well, he said he didn't remember it, so like he just gets flashes every now and again. But not flashes of the horrible like time spent alone in hell. Flashes of the murders and things, the atrocities that he committed. Of course. Because why wouldn't he? Okay, anyway, Michael. Um, Michael then finds a werewolf and there's this annoyingly sexy scene where um she brings him back to the hotel and uh, says how she wanted him, and he was like, "No, you know, it's not a coincidence that I that you were that you came to me," and forces her to summon her master, compliments their way of life, and brings werewolves to his side with the promise of enhancing their natural talents. And I don't know. I don't. What were your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on this one? No. I mean, she was stupid. Because I get that she was hunting. But I thought that she would have died before she summoned her master. Because you don't know what he wanted. And where was the loyalty? That was my issue. She was disloyal and I would have killed her for that. I don't, I mean, I would like to know other than, okay, so I know he says it. And I know he says how their life is, their life is simple and they just, and humans see them as pests and they kill them and whatever nonsense he spewed there. But I would like to know why this somewhat like this these equally brutal species, uh, vampires, werewolves, and all that. I would like to know why he determined like what's his what is his measuring stick here? What is worth saving and what is not, and why? Because you, these you don't guys get a measuring stick, Adelaide. You I just want a measuring get what stick. he tells you. He told you they're worth saving. That's it. This is no, like you religion. Justify by the way. your answers. This is like religion. I tell you something and you understand and obey. That's it. No. Justify <laughs> your answers. You give proof in context. You write me an essay. Why is this okay? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Fine. Fine. I don't get it. Um, oh, yeah. Michael says that God is not in charge. He is. I don't know why I left that line out. Anything you want to add to that? I mean, he's technically right. The children, the, what is it? The crazy, the one in the asylum. It's it's whoever's top dog. That's it. Yep. 
I mean, and he is top dog, and he's already said that he could help, even if he's lying. He already said he could help make angels, because we know Lucifer made that claim, but he can't. Um, so, I don't know. I guess he is, he is kind of the god at this point, because he's passing judgment over people and doing whatever nonsense he's doing. Anything you want to add to Michael slash Dean at this point, before I jump I to... I liked him in the suit. He was epic. Okay, fine. The one, the one time his outfit is okay. <laughs> one time, because it goes back and it's dumb. Okay, so Sam, Mary, and Bobby head to Minnesota, following up the tip from Anil, and using their old FBI tactics, they investigate bodies that have been abandoned and their eyes burned out. Uh, Bobby Layman saw the fact that his FBI skills are rusty. Uh, they determined that the bodies are those of vampires, the same ones that Michael's been experimenting on. Anything for that? It happened. No, Sam sucked. Like, <laughs> I want to defend Sam, but at the same time, all of my notes are about everybody else. So Sam, for me, right now, is just there. Sam just exists, and it's well, kind of dull for me. The reason that I remember is because they like walked in and they were like, "Okay, boss, blah blah blah, Sam's in charge, blah blah blah," and I was like, "Really." I didn't get that at all. I thought Mary was in charge. Like exactly. I don't even know how. Like, is it because he's he owns the bunker? It's because he's the other Winchester brother, so naturally he's the one that's in charge. Eh, he's the weaker of the Winchesters. I'm not going to debate that. I just don't like. I've said it before. I just don't like Dean for his characterization, um, and I like Sam's characterization better. Even if I feel like Dean would be is the superior like hunter, he's, he's usually right. All those things. I just I don't like Dean's characterization. Is it because he's right, Adelaide? No, because he has <laughs> a lot of womanizing tendencies that bother me. Eh, I'm okay with that, and, and that's so funny because like I find that Sam bothers me more because. He is, like, the sensitive one who's always crying and, like, always needs protection. And that bothers me more than Dean occasionally offering women his penis to save the world. The magic Winchester peen. Because why not, right? Okay. Yay, Winchester brothers. Uh, so they track down the... Es- so Vampire escapes from Michael's, um, what, lab? And they tracked down this escaped vampire after seeing her on a uh, security camera. And she agrees to tell them where Michael is if they let her go. So Michael then appears, quickly kills her because she's outlived her usefulness and she was nothing more than bait to lure him to, to lure them to him. Um, Sam, Mary, and Bobby go to the church where Michael has been conducting his experiments and are attacked by his new werewolves and finds they're immune to silver, but as Bobby notes, cutting off the head still works. Anything you want? What did you think of this? I'm, I thought that him supercharging the uh, the creatures was epic. I was like, finally, he has an army. Dean has an army that is brutal and ruthless. Where is the action? Why is nothing really dying? And like, or maybe I'm just desensitized because this is like this is normal supernatural. This isn't like abnormal levels of violence that I would expect from Michael. And I think that's my issue. See, I feel like that too. I feel like this, at least these first two episodes, they don't, they feel like a monster of the week special with a little bit of an added, like we have the vampires that show up and then we have the werewolves. 
and, and the demons in the first one. And it just doesn't feel like there's more to it, even though they're really trying to build up Michael. And, like, yeah, they have this super-powered army he's working on, but who cares if cutting off the heads works just fine? That's how you kill vampires anyway, and that's how they've killed werewolves in the past. So why bother making them immune to silver if they're still so easy to kill? Like, what's the point here? I think the point was that they're not easy to kill. Like, usually they could shoot them and it's fine or whatever. But I, I agree with you. Like, they're still relatively easy to kill. So there was no... Like, I would have been okay if they went full Leviathan and even cutting off their head didn't work and they had to find something new. So do you think they're going to lead up to that? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're what going you, to... No, do you think I don't think they're, they're leading up to that. that. I think this is it. I think they're just supercharged. They just had a shot of coffee and espresso and, like, kind a nice cold brew thrown in, like, a Red Bull, maybe did a line of Coke, and they're just like, woo! <laughs> He so casually threw that line of coke for his <laughs> was just so chill. <laughs> then some Red Bull, maybe did a line of coke. And <laughs> it was so casual. It was actually disturbing. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, moving on to Castiel with his babysitting duties for Nick and Jack. Uh, So Castiel stays behind to babysit, even though Sam protests the use of the word babysit, but it's true. That's what he's doing. Um, In order to justify this, they have him stay behind because Michael would sense his angelic presence and give them away. Okay, but Anael didn't recognize uh, Michael immediately. She thought he was Dean. So are you now telling me that he would recognize him? Maybe this is an Archangel exclusive power. Fine. Whatever. Stupid supernatural in the world building inconsistencies. Um, okay, so with Jack, Jack admits that he feels powerless due to his lack of grace. Castiel's had this happen, knows how it feels, blah, blah, blah. Parental bonding going on. Uh, he assures them that in time his grace will return, and he suggests consider, he suggests uh, he consider visiting his mother's grand his mother's parents. And um, Jack. I'll, I'll touch on this right now, actually, because it's right there. Um, so Jack does go and visit, um, what was her name, Kelly? Um, Kelly's parents, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, he goes and visits Kelly's grand, his Kelly's parents, his grandparents. And um, was it, I don't know, if, what did you even think of this? Did you feel like this adds anything to Jack's character or the episode at no, all? No, no. I didn't care about him trying to find his, like, his family, like, because he can never tell them he that's his family. They're just people who he met one time and will never meet again. Is he really going to hold this? See, I agree. And I also feel like what gets me with this whole thing is at the end of it, they say, you know, he it's weird. He even looks like her. And they take out a picture that looks nothing like him. Is this too much for me to harp on on this? Or is this, like, exactly, like, did do they look alike to you at No, all? they didn't. All right. Then it was just, I'm glad it was not just me then. Okay. Back to whatever they happened there, actually in person. Um, Cassio tells Jack that they need, they need to use him to subdue Michael uh, to remove him from Dean. And Jack feels that Dean may die and that killing him will be a worthy sacrifice if it means preventing uh, what happened in Michael's world or Michael's original world in the apocalypse world. 
Um, do you believe this at all? Because I freaking don't. You cannot threaten me with death for any of the Winchester brothers at this point. I don't believe you. Agreed. I think it was stupid, and it was just... Even if we're pretending that Dean is going to die from this. Which, uh, let's go on the pretend route. Who cares? They come back. Every time. At this point, I actually would be okay with him staying dead. I don't care which Winchester dies at this point. Leave it dead. I don't care which one. Just stay dead. Am I the only... Like, yes, no? I Like I said, I, I am... I don't care. They always come back. So even if they do die and stay dead for a little bit, I never trust it. Yeah, there's no point in... There's no point in threatening this. There's no point in making this statement of, oh, but Dean may die. So what? That'll just be, what, the tenth time now? Great, he gets a badge. He died ten times. He earns a trophy off the PlayStation Network for this. It's nothing... It's nothing important. Died ten times, a little trophy pops up in the corner. And it's just... It doesn't even... It doesn't work for me. I don't care if Dean dies. I don't care if Sam dies. You come back. I don't care if Castiel dies. It's just... Ugh. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on this now. Um, okay. I'll move on before I harp on that forever. Um... So Castiel babysits Nick, um, where he confronts him about the past. And we kind of talked about this already, but let's just very briefly go through it. Um, so Nick is struggling to come to terms with why he said yes. And he, Castiel tells him that Lucifer exploited his pain. Uh, Nick's family was murdered by an intruder with a hammer. And Nick is tortured by the fact that he said yes, and by the fact that his family's murder was never solved. And when Castiel goes to, I think it was to comfort him, he reaches out to him, and Nick shows signs of Lucifer remaining in him, or some effects of Lucifer, when he snaps his fingers uh, as if to destroy Castiel, just as Lucifer would. So, do you feel like they're hinting at something here? Do you feel like there's still part of Lucifer within him? Yeah, I said that in like the beginning of the first episode. I don't trust it. Still didn't trust it. At this point, I was like, "Yeah, Lucifer, are you coming out to play?" <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I don't, I don't want to feel that way. Does that make sense? I don't want to. I don't want to feel like Lucifer is coming back. I don't want to feel like he's still in Nick. I just, I don't know. I don't think I like the choices they're making this season. Uh, I'm going to bypass the vessel part, because we've already talked about that. Um, so Nick then goes to visit the neighbor who witnessed the intruder, and he becomes enraged because the witness lied. He's, he originally said that there was a, he saw a man leaving the house. And upon questioning him, he finds out that this is not true. He made that up, and he never saw an intruder. He never saw a man. And Nick freaks out. And takes a hammer and kills him the exact same way that his family died. Uh, kind of proving that he's right. Lucifer did turn him into a little bit of a monster. Um, I did not catch, no. I was like, <laughs> oh wow, he murdered his entire family. He was a monster already. <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking that. I know that it's not stated whether he murdered them or not, but I feel like he did. I feel like it's him, and that part of the reason he said yes was some weird post-murder guilt. I don't know. You have to... Maybe there's a reason that he was... Like, Sam had the demon blood. So maybe there's a reason 
that you can say yes to Lucifer. Maybe there's a reason you're such a perfect vessel for Lucifer. And one of them might be killing your family. Maybe you were a monster before Lucifer. Exactly. Can you repeat that? He's, you cut out. Uh, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe you were already a monster. And you kind of just were the mold that Lucifer needed to fit into. Yeah, maybe. Like, at the very least, maybe it just made you a little bit more willing to kill. I don't know. I feel like he's still a murderer. And I'm glad you brought that up because I really feel like it was him. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add to Nick or I? Mm, nope. Or Jack? No, both of them sucked, and I didn't hear. Yeah, they're boring. Um, okay, so at the end of this episode, we have Dean. At the end of the battle with the werewolves, Michael appears, struggling against the wall, before saying, Sammy, it's me, and Dean is back. I Good thought luck. this was a ruse. I oh, thought I this too. was a complete lie, and I wanted it to still be Michael. This was stupid. I hated them for making this choice. Yeah, this was dumb. I I didn't believe it. Immediately, I was like, no, that's still Michael, no. And of course, the episode ended here, so we have no idea what's happening. But I spent the rest of the week thinking, no, 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 that's Michael. That's Michael. Same. That's absolutely Michael. It's a trap. <laughs> Don't bring him to the bunker. He's going to kill exactly. everybody. I was like, or maybe when he gets to the bunker, he'll be trapped in like outside, and that's when you'll figure it out it's really Michael. See, I was expecting him to unleash a massacre upon these hunters, because these are also the ones from the other world. He would love to kill them. Yeah, I mean, I, I had nothing to add there. I know okay. you were waiting for, like, I... Yeah, like, I was waiting yeah, for something, but... That was a great point. Like, he would want to kill them. There's nothing else, like... Yeah. Okay, do you have anything else you want to add to this episode? Or the oh, are we done with this episode? Yes, I uh, think so. Yeah, no, nothing else. Is that Thank it? You. Okay, so that's all for this episode of Geeks in the Machine. I was your host, Adelaide, with co-host Jasmine. Um, and I'm actually going to pass it to Jasmine because I can never keep all of the social media stuff straight. Okay. So if you enjoyed this episode, please check out the website, overpowerandsammy.com. If you want to tweet us, please tweet us at OP, uh, real OP tweets. Tweet Adelaide at OP Addy, A-D-D-I-E underscore is before the Addy. Between the OP and the Addy. You It'll be me. written and linked in the box. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> you can tweet me at OP Jasmine. You can tweet uh, the show at the previous mention. You can follow us at Real OP Graham and check out the pictures. Uh, and I think that's it. Facebook? Oh, yeah. Um, Facebook, overpowerentertainment.com slash Facebook. Or Facebook. Whatever, overpoweredentertainment.com on Facebook. Yeah, it's on the website. The links are all on the website. Website it. That thing. Are okay. you finished? Uh, yes. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>